Good morning, you're with Karen on Accentuate the Positive Radio and I've been chatting to Simon Cohen this morning. He's the CEO of Global Tolerance, which is a PR company that's out there doing some good. Here's a bit more of the chat that I had with him earlier. So let me ask you, who, so you're in the UK, who's on board with your vision? I mean, what mainstream media outlets are really on board with your vision? It's just you and me, you and me <laughs> against the world. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I have a friend over there and you might laugh, yeah. but his name is Nick Ferrari and he's on radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know, he and I have known each other for years, but we have very different opinions about life and broadcasting. Well, well, you say that, but Nick Ferrari actually joined a Global Tolerance campaign. Yes! So, again, Nick hasn't got any, I know he's quite provocative and all that. My mum loves him. She oh, listens yeah. to him in the shower and stuff, which is a bit, but that, 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 that's another subject. But um, that's, another, that's another program altogether. Um, but he's got an agenda towards news and what's provocative in the story. So, LBC, his radio station, they got together um, to create a very merry Muslim Christmas album. So this was a group of Muslim children in a choir singing Christmas carols. Um, and they wanted to release an album to show that Christmas isn't just about Christians and Jesus, that actually it's about multiculturalism and you know, not all of the, the songs, albeit, but some of them. And so we turned it into a campaign. We found one solo artist who, who sang a Christmas tree and we did a campaign for her to be the first British Muslim number one in British chart history. So we did a big campaign at the at Trafalgar Square, at the Christmas tree at Trafalgar Square. And Nick was there and we were all singing together. And it was covered on Al Jazeera. It was covered on mainstream media outlets all around the world because they recognised the juxtaposition of Muslim children singing Christmas carols and this campaign for a Muslim, a 12-year-old Muslim girl to be the first number one in, in British chart history. Oh, this was exciting and news coverage. So even Nick. But yeah, uh, even Nick. Oh, look, I love even Nick. I, hello, Nick. But we didn't hear about that down here. But th that's what amazes me. I mean, I've got a big campaign this year to make people aware of International Peace Day. It just astounds me when I say to people, because I'm out and about and speaking to a lot of people, do you know that there's a globally recognised day of peace where every country in the world celebrates peace on a specific day? And they go, no, is there? It's like, why don't people know about this? You know, the media think that's boring. It's not news. But it is news. Like, what can we do on Global Peace Day? What, what sort of initiatives can we get happening on a day that's recognised a day of peace that's all over the world? We could forgive the ne next door neighbour or make up with our mum that we've had a fight with or support some poor children in another country. There are just a million things you can do. Peace is such an umbrella. But peace, it's our responsibility, not the media's, to get it on the news. It yeah. really is. You know, I, I worked, I advised Jeremy Gilliam Peace One Day for the International Day of Peace. And Global Tolerance helped do some of the strategy. In fact, we, we set up one of the coalitions for them. But, for example, recently we, we helped launch the first United Nations International Day of Happiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that actually yeah. got a little bit of press. Well, it went around the internet. I didn't see too much happening on television, but that got a bit of press, yeah. Exactly, and it helped spread to hundreds of millions of people, this, this coverage. So, again, it's not 
why aren't the media interested in happiness? Why aren't they interested in peace? Why are they? It's our responsibility to communicate peace, happiness, love, compassion in a way in which honors the extraordinary nature of these things. Yeah. Because yeah. the news is engaged in that which is extraordinary. Yeah. It wouldn't be ordinary. The good news is that I've never met an ordinary person in my life. Yes. And, yes. and, and like Life is extraordinary enough. Yeah. Life is sensational enough that we don't need to dress these things up. But if we can use some of the skills and techniques and knowledge that we have about the media and use them and harness and harvest that energy to share these messages of peace, of love and happiness, then we're onto something. Then we see the media following our agenda rather than following a, a simple negative agenda. Yeah, well, yeah, that's definitely my intent. You know, I've got to make positive living and well-being sexy in some way. You know, I've got to make it, it's not, not news, it is actually news. Because everybody wants it. As much as people like sensation and drama, everyone in their own personal lives is wanting a great life. You know, I want to be at peace. I want to feel good. I want to be happy. I want to be... That's right. And if we can demonstrate that... Because if people like you and I, and to, to your listeners, it's probably self-evident. Everyone wants to live a good life. Everyone wants to be happy. But from an editorial perspective, they want numbers. They want to demonstrate. They want proof that if they cover this story that is about positivity and solutions, that it's actually in the long term and in the short term going to generate more interest and coverage than if we go with this negative story. And so it's our job to, to, to get that research out and to convey that research in a way that's going to really prick their interest. It's hard work, but it's so, so meaningful and rewarding if we can do it. So you say it's our job. Yeah. Your job as somebody that has a business called Global Tolerance or our job as a human being. I mean, wh whose job is it exactly? All of our jobs. You know, when Malcolm X in the 1960s said the media is the most powerful entity on earth, it has the power to make the guilty innocent and the innocent guilty, and that's power because they control the might of the masses. That was in the 1960s. I know, but you know so what? I want to say to you, Simon, the, I mean, one of the reasons I went into media was because I studied the workings of the mind. And, you know, when you're in a theta brainwave, it's like this hypnotic state. People on computers, kids on games, yeah. and television and music puts you in a theta brainwave. And the messages that come go straight into your subconscious mind and become the beliefs that you believe about who you are in life and that's the power of the media it's not just well, it's 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 powerful beyond description beyond description I, it's like I, I agree with you you're with Karen. you've been listening to me chatting with simon cohen who is the founder and the ceo of global tolerance a pr company that's making some good in the world and he's giving it away go to globaltolerance.com and check it out you're on fm 99.3